Phantomaniacs, and welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture spookery. I am your host, Vlad, and there's only so long I can keep that up, so let's get right into the show. Today's show is Let's Get Spooky, where we sit down with some of our pals, we talk about what we do to get ready for Halloween, to get ourselves in the Halloween spirit. Before I get any further, though, I got to put over our pals, the casket creatures, who have a lot of stuff going on in October. Obviously, this is one of their big months. I mean, they do a lot over the summer generally, but October, lots of shows. I don't know how they keep up with everything, but here's what's going down. October 6th, there's the Slaughter Q, which is a big, huge event. Uh, October 13th, the sold-out Vampire's Ball in Savannah. October 19th, at the Avondale Town Cinema. October 20th, the Smoking Moose in Anniston, Alabama, which is uh, right around our pal's Kill Baby Kill. October 26th, the Auditorium in Asheville, North Carolina. October 27th, the Sweetwater Bar and Grill in Duluth, Georgia. And then finally, the big Halloween show on October 31st, at the Mule Camp Arena in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, you can find all of these dates and more details about each show and who's playing on the Casket Creatures Facebook page. Uh, it's the best place to keep up with those guys and everything they've got going on. Uh, but that's one of, my, one of my Halloween musts is you must go see a Casket Creatures show if you can. They are one of the most fun live bands I have ever seen. Uh, lots of energy uh, just a great, great show, and and I say that not just because they're my pals, but because I mean that's that's why we're pals is because they were a great band and we got to know each other. If they'd sucked, I guess I probably wouldn't even be friends with those guys at this point, which is pretty shallow of me. Uh, but anyway, so today we're talking about spooky stuff, and I want to start off uh, by really quickly talking about Venom. Me and Phantom Junior just got back from seeing Venom in the theater. And I know there's a lot of hate, uh, a lot of pre-judgy hate for the movie, and I'm not going to act like I don't understand that, because the idea of a Venom movie without any acknowledgement of Spider-Man whatsoever, and and look, spoiler alert, I'm not going to ruin anything plot-wise, but I'm going to tell you uh, one or two things that will maybe keep you from being a little disappointed in the movie. Uh, so there is there are two after credits scenes. Uh, I will not tell you exactly what they. Are. Well, I'll tell you exactly what one of them is because you need to know. It's it's several minutes from Edge of or Spider Verse, whatever the the animated one. I, I want to say Edge of Spider Verse, but that's I don't think that's what it's called. But the the, the animated movie that's coming out on Christmas, uh, it, which looks awesome uh i know the trailers the animation has maybe been a little weird or seemed a little off or or i know my reaction was not immediately loving it uh i i looked at it and i was like oh this is kind of cool that they're doing something different but i didn't fall in love with the animation but now i love it uh we you get to see uh, miles and peter in action as they will be in the movie this is from the movie and uh 
it just really, really looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The, the Just from the probably five minutes or so that they showed, I can tell that the humor is on point. It had a very Pixar feel to the humor, and I have no idea who's behind the production of this thing. I don't know what the background is on any of the talent involved. I'm certainly curious now because, uh, you know, whether or not you disagree with the style of the animation, the competence, the execution is absolutely incredible. It's gorgeous. So you may not like the way it looks, but they absolutely achieved what they were going for, and I can't wait to see the finished product. Uh, But like I said, the humor is spot on. Uh, it just looks beautiful in action. So I, I, that that is your second cutscene. And then the other thing that I will tell you is that, uh, and, and this is to keep you from being disappointed if you decide to go see Venom, there is not a trace of Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the movie whatsoever. I know there were rumors that he'd been on set for a day, that he'd filmed something, uh, I don't know if those rumors, like, I don't know if that came from anything or what, but he, there's no Spider-Man in this movie whatsoever, and I agree with that decision because this Venom movie does not need Spider-Man. In my opinion, and I'm not saying that this movie is perfect, there are a few things I would have done differently. Uh, there were a few portions of the plot that I would have... Uh, addressed or highlighted differently but this is not by any stretch a bad movie uh it's it's very entertaining me and phantom jr both enjoyed it we both laughed out loud quite a bit it it has uh speaking of of humor tom hardy is absolutely tremendous in this movie because You've seen him in so many things, from Bronson to Mad Max to to uh, I can't ever remember the name of the TV show that was on. I think it was A and E or whatever. But but anyway, we're used to Tom Hardy being a hard ass, a scary guy, a badass, and in this, he is not. And it's really really entertaining the way he portrays Eddie Brock. I think they did a good job with the character. I think they did a good job with the story. Uh, I liked the villain just fine. I think he was a little uh, one note, but the the actor playing him did a good job. I, I like you know we you, we get it the the whole uh, unscrupulous tech mogul thing very in now and and you know what they did it it works. There's there's a reason that tropes are tropes. And, and it worked. Visually, the, the movie's a lot of fun to watch. The CG is mostly very good. Uh, it all looks better than most of the stuff in Black Panther, and I know some folks don't like it when I say that. And, and notice I didn't say disagree with me. I said don't like it when I say that. Uh, there was some CG in Black Panther that was straight garbage. So if you were okay with the CG in Black Panther, you have no room to complain about Venom because everything in Venom looked pretty darn good uh there were a couple of spots where it was a little it was odd it didn't take me out of the movie and and really honestly what you have to sit and think about is these are symbiotes these are not things we have on earth so in in certain ways we don't know how they would look we don't know what they would do 
uh, so it is an alien thing, but I, I liked the look of Venom. They explained everything as well as they needed to explain it. Uh, there, Like I said, there were a couple of things where I was kind of like, maybe you, a few words for this would have helped. But overall, it's a really, really fun movie. I, I don't know... I'm not a Venom fan. Like I, I'm fine. The character's cool. It's a cool character. I get it. But I'm not. I don't know all of the mythology. I certainly don't know the names of all the symbiotes. I don't know all that stuff. Uh, I, I just never. I, I read Spider-Man comics, and I never veered off into Venom and his whole thing. So there was. There's not a whole lot that I could have gotten upset over because I don't know the character i mean i know venom is eddie brock and lately he's been flash thompson and actually my my biggest experience with venom was probably the recent comic with flash uh as venom uh but anyway i dug it i thought it was cool if you don't want to go see it i understand uh if you're offended by spider-man not being part of it i get it but the way that venom ends up on earth the story, the way that he connects with Brock or with Eddie Brock, uh, and the story, like it all, it, it makes for a good fun movie, uh, and and that's all as far as I was concerned, and as far as Phantom Junior was concerned, that's all it needed to be. So it was a score. It wasn't incredible. It didn't change my life, but uh, it was definitely worth you know going to the theater to spend a couple hours watching. So there you go. That's my Venom uh, review for now. I'll have a more I won't say in-depth, but, but uh, yeah, a little more in-depth review on uh, NeedlessThingsPodcast.com next week, which is, of course, the website you can visit to find the Needless Things Podcast each and every Friday, not just through the Halloween season, but every single week of the year. And in addition to the Needless Things Podcast, you can find posts about pop culture, dorkery, toy reviews, movie reviews. Uh, our pal Beth is going to be up there at least once a week. Uh, throughout the month of October with with different reviews and and editorials and stuff like that. So please visit NeedlessThingsPodcast.com. It's a new streamlined site. Uh, It's easier to look at than ever before. It's nice and clean. People seem to like it. So there you go. And really, that's about all I've got for you introduction-wise before we get to Let's Get Spooky, which is the meat of this week's episode we got a lot of cool stuff planned for october we've already recorded our october needless commentary which is for a movie called hack o lantern so if you want to order that thing from amazon or wherever you get your movies go do it prep for the commentary we had a lot of fun recording this one and uh we've also got the halloween anniversary panel from dragon con we'll be posting i believe next week And then we've got a couple other goodies in store between now and Halloween. So please uh, sign up, rate us on iTunes, do, you know, you listen to other podcasts, I'm sure. Whatever other people that are better at promoting and marketing and all that kind of stuff, whatever they ask you to do for their podcast, do that for the Needless Things podcast as well, please. Always like and share. Join the Needless Things podcast Facebook group. Like the Needless Things podcast Facebook page. Uh, Share the shows. Share the articles. Spread the love. Uh, I just want to get the word out. That's my big thing. So if you guys can do that, we'll keep doing the show. I'll keep doing the show anyway. Don't 
don't believe any threats that may occur later on after I've had more to drink. Uh, so, Needless Things podcast every single week. And now, it is time to get the spooky. <laughs> All right, Phantomaniacs, it's that time of year. It's spooky and creepy. It's Halloween time, which means we're going to kick off this season of Needless Things podcasting with some very special friends, some from right here in Georgia, some not, uh, but all interesting talkers who are going to have spooky thoughts to share with you, me, and everybody else. So let's go ahead and get down to it. First, I'd like to welcome back to the show, it's been too long, our pal Selena. How are you doing tonight? I'm fantastic, Dave. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I I was actually off today, so I have energy as opposed to coming down here and just being like, oh, oh gosh, I guess it's time to put on these headphones and pretend I'm a human being for an hour so I can have a show for next week. So it's great. I'm energized. I got up and I walked today. I'm I'm feeling good. I, too, enjoy not having to pretend to be a human being. It's very nice. (laughs) It's, It's very relaxing. Also joining us from across state lines, our pal Rich Ewell, who uh, once was a, a part of the Needless Things site, and now you've got uh, 8,000 other things that you do, so you don't have time for our asses anymore. No, no. I, I've, I've spread my wings and flown away, Dave. <laughs> your, your evil little bat wings. That's right. <laughs> How's your season um, going so far? It's going great, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be a part of a podcast that I don't have to edit. Right? Isn't that a great feeling? It's it's nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing one next week because uh, I haven't been a guest on anything for, for a while. And I'm doing one next week, and I'm like, that's the thing I'm most excited about is that I don't have to put it together afterwards. I just sit down and talk and then leave. It's great. Yep. It's, it's, it is glorious. <laughs> and uh, finally, our pal Ryan Cadaver, part of the Needless Commentary team, an invaluable member of the Needless Alliance. Can I say that now? Are we, that sounds that? way more badass than what we actually are, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you actually? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I guess the Needless League. I don't know. <laughs> the, the League of Needless Gentlemen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. The League of yeah. Needless Gentlemen. <laughs> nobody, nobody invited you, but you're here anyway. That's exactly so. right. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> Alan Moore will hate that title. By the Alan way. Moore hates everything. He does. <laughs> so you you had to work today. Uh, so I appreciate your your fast turnaround here. Are Are you ready though? Oh hell yeah! Okay, I'm cool. ready to go because we're talking about my favorite shit in the world. Exactly. Exactly. Halloween. I think that that was exactly how Danzig sang it, right? Yes, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely how Albert Thermostat Dracula would sing it. Oh yeah, definitely. He so, he is very opera operatic in his singing. <laughs> what we're going to talk about today is how we get in the mood for Halloween because it's while all of us are kind of spooky throughout the year. Uh, you know, it's not like I save all the horror movies that come out to watch during October, but I do make a point of focusing more on spooky stuff 
uh, starting, honestly, right after Dragon Con. What, what about you guys? When does the season start for you? Well, I have a seance uh, <laughs> that I just constantly think about murder 24-7, and that really gets me in the mood, Dave. But but when does that start, or is that just year-round for you? Honestly, it feels constant nowadays. I was to- trying to just make it, you know, a September 30th sort of sort of thing, but now it's it's starting to really creep into every other holiday. Well, the older you get, the that. worse that's going to happen. Oh, don't remind me. What about you, Ryan? What do you consider the start of the Halloween season? Well, so I start. I usually we usually start like booking shows for October uh, in in the summer. So like I kind of get a little glimpse of like my upcoming Halloween and like what I'm going to be doing. So that gets me really hyped, and then I kind of forget about it. And then I start focusing on Dragon Con, and then Dragon Con's over, and I'm like, oh shit, like everything's about to happen. So uh, it's like it's a little, you know, it's a little staggered with me. But yeah, after Dragon Con's when I really start getting festive. Isn't it kind of constant because you are in a horror punk band? Yeah, but um, and I've talked to Dave about this before on uh, on one of his shows. Like, uh, I really feel like you know that I, I like having the seasonal thing. Like, I like watching Christmas movies at Christmas, and I like watching like Halloween theme movies. You know, around Halloween. I don't know. Like, I like getting in the spirit. I like putting you know putting up the decorations. I have spooky stuff all year round, of course, but uh, I really do get into the holiday. Does it feel like you're like recharging your your you know haunt batteries whenever you're whenever it's October? It's like just a different feeling. Oh, by the end of it, I'm like ready for Christmas. I'm like, okay. I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I need some holly jolly in my life. Jesus Christ! I need some fucking reindeer quick. Give me some eggnog. Holy shit! <laughs> oh man, the last of the nog. Oh. <laughs> they should they should come out with a Halloween nog, like a pumpkin nog or something. I mean, they, oh, they make pumpkin spice nog. Oh, uh, they we, do, don't they? We did. Ryan and I did an episode about it <laughs> last year. Oh yeah, or the beginning of this year, I guess. <laughs> but didn't we mix it, mix it with something? We mix we mixed pumpkin spice eggnog with Jacko Blast. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was that the greatest was thing intense. ever for for Jack like five minutes. Blast. <laughs> you can't have more than one glass, you'll fucking die. Yeah. Oh. Until <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Until yeah, yeah. And and for those that may not know, Jacko Blast is Captain Morgan's pumpkin spice flavored rum. Oh, oh I've Jesus. never heard of that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we've uh, we've we've spoken about it at length here, here on the show are, are, and. Great uh, alcohol stories always start out with, it tasted great at first. Yeah, because alcohol that actually tastes good is usually, like, that's the most, that's, that. I mean, God made alcohol taste bad so you wouldn't just keep drinking it. And then man, <laughs> man had to get involved with his crazy flavors and shit. And put fucking sugar and cream in right. that. It's like, it's like if you were dark man and all your pain receptors were turned off, you'd end up hurting yourself really, really bad. Like, that's why we have you. nerves. So alcohol's nasty taste is like the nerve endings of the beverage world. You just, I you think, just pulled I out think, dark man. Wow. Of course I did. I think like, <laughs> Captain Morgan scientists were just too preoccupied on whether they could and didn't stop to think about whether they should. That's exactly right. And now we have the velociraptor of rums. <laughs> and they, it sneaks up on you. You're not expecting it. it. 
and then all of a sudden you're fucked. So, Rich, uh, when do you start? When, when does Halloween start for you? I mean, I'd say right about, like, now. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, September, middle September, but uh, I work in an office setting, and the other day I was I, I had bought some, you know, Halloween black cat pumpkin stuff to stick on the windows to uh, make life a little more enjoyable. And so they're putting stuff up, and they've got all these pumpkins and leaves, and I said, oh, I bought these, and they were like, no, it's fall. It's <laughs> uh, like, no, no, it's October, it's Halloween. <laughs> it's not fall. I hate what fall. I, Living right next this. to the Smoky Mountains is awful because everybody loves the leaves falling. <laughs> I don't even really what know. We're not doing this whole nondescript bullshit. We're putting up pumpkins and black cats in bats. <laughs> I don't even really know what fall is. We we don't get fall leaves. here. It's, it's just leaves. It's, yeah, you're right. That's all it is. It's like leaves. it's squ- it's squash and leaves. Just all the things that fall yeah. on the ground. It seems like we get, like, usually in Georgia, we get, like, maybe, like, four or five days of, like, you're like, whoa, this is fall. And, like, this feels like fall. And then it goes away immediately. Yeah, and that happens in, like, early December. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I I totally agree, though. Like, fall decorations are bullshit. Like, (laughs) I don't need a fucking cornucopia. I don't need fucking, you know, falling leaves. Like, give me some spooky shit, goddammit. The cinnamon right. rooms are out, and I can't stand them. <laughs> well, that's a that's a good segue. Because give me the give me the murder fest decorations, you cowards. That's a good segue because I I want to start with one of the things, one of the first things that starts happening, and we probably all have this in common, is Halloween decorations start popping up in stores. Uh, Target tends to get on it pretty early some years they have really great stuff some years they have a bunch of like fucking purple glitter for some reason this is a (laughs) purple this is a purple glitter year uh spirit halloween stores this is how i gotta do all of my you know fancy house shopping all of my little fancy home decor stuff yeah this is the time if this is time depending on you know your your general home appearance there could be stuff that goes up year round. We if and that's if we find something that's like really fancy that'll it'll stay up all year, but we've also got a lot of like cheap, crappy looking stuff that we love, but that we're not gonna leave up year round. Have it's y'all important. seen Lowe's? Have y'all seen the stuff at Lowe's right now? No, are they crazy this year? Oh, they have some awesome stuff. So they apparently have this like this theme of like uh old school telephones and like an old haunted mic. Like an old, you know, like an on-air mic. Oh, yeah, the uh, old TV. Yeah, yeah, the TV. and I mean, just some really awesome stuff for like 20 bucks. I mean, not not much. And their, their inflatables are pretty awesome. But, uh, you know, that stuff can look kind of chintzy. But I like the home decor stuff that, you know, that I can push all the buttons and annoy people with. <laughs> yeah, Home Depot Well, you, you is... do work in an office setting, so that's important. Oh, I'm going to take all of it there. Home Depot and Lowe's have both kind of, like, over the last few years gotten in the game. They, they didn't used to, but now they have big Halloween sections pretty full of good stuff. Like, it's, I hate, ever since I was a kid, I hate hardware stores more than anything in the world. Uh, my dad would drag me to the hardware store, and it was just, it's miserable. I, I hate looking at nails and stuff. Uh, but I'll actually set foot in voluntarily set foot in in Lowe's and Home Depot in October just to see their their crazy stuff they've got up front. 
I yeah, feel like uh, Home Depot Lowe's... has like a crazy. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, Home Depot. I noticed they have a like crazy animatronic werewolf this year, and I really want to buy it. I don't know if y'all seen that, but it's incredible. No, yes, I've just seen, seen it. That. The missus keeps trying to make me go to Home Depot, but that that resistance is there. I'm like, okay, if if we're going, we're gonna make sure everything is out. I don't want to have to go back. We're gonna go in <laughs> once. We're gonna look at the stuff, and we will not return ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah make until sure next October. <laughs> what does it do? What does the werewolf look like? Uh, so it's like a, it's just like a. I think it was like two hundred bucks, but I mean it's just like a giant like gray werewolf that's like kind of standing up and it like just kind of like moves up and down and growls. But it's just awesome. It's like a full size werewolf. Like if you like if you took like one of the werewolves from like American Werewolf in London, it'd be like that size. Like they're big. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So they're pretty badass. Yeah, they have like a twenty foot tall, like uh, I can't remember if it's just like a demon or a grim reaper, but it's like a, I mean seriously, like sixteen twenty feet tall, inflatable. I'm like, that's going to kill children. It's going to fall <laughs> and kill children as they're trick or treating to your house. Happy Halloween! <laughs> I like the inflatable stuff, but we we've had because we got I got it years ago. I got one of the inflatable Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man deals that they did. And uh, it, it, you know, they burn out after a few years, or and, and we'll 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 save my other problems with them for our Christmas episode. But <laughs> I love I love just going into regular retail and seeing the spooky stuff start to pop up. But I do like if you go to Hobby Lobby or like the arts and crafts type stores, they'll have like an aisle of skulls and stuff. But then it'll kind of. It, all of a sudden, you're standing in the middle of harvest angels and shit. Yep. And it's like, no, I went too far. I've got to go back to the skulls. This is dumb. A hard, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't stand that stuff. Like, that, it doesn't, like, who likes that? Like, I, I not even like my, my mom. grandmother. My, mom. My, my wife likes it. I'm, I'm covered in it. Okay. <laughs> Aww. Aww. No, my, my mom is way into the harvest festival. Like and and look, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, we had tons of great Halloween decorations too. Like she 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 uh, she looks to to have fun in both worlds. But like her personal preference, I think, is Harvest Festival. But when she knows she has like kids to entertain or whatever, she's got creepy jack o' lanterns and bats and stuff too. So like she she knows she knows how to do it right. But she, you know, she's a nice Southern lady, so she has uh, that whole Harvest Festival. Angels with corn husk wings. They, they think That's, that it's not tasteful, you know. Yeah. Angels with corn husk wings, that should be an album. Ryan, get on that. <laughs> corn husk wings. I like it. And, of course, aside from regular retail, which they, they – I'm glad that they seem to alternate every year because some years it seems like every store you go in has just tons of awesome stuff. And some years it's kind of like, eh, there's not really much for me this year. And this seems like a bit of an off year. Have you guys been around to like Walmarts and Targets and stuff and, and checked everything out? Do you agree that it's, it's a little lackluster? I totally agree. Um, like you were saying, like the sparkly thing, like I can't do the sparkly glittery skulls and, and all that kind of stuff. The one cool thing I do like that Target's doing uh, this year is they're doing like kind of like a neon uh, 80s kind of look with some of their stuff. 
so we bought like a neon bat, like so it's like a neon sign, but it's just in the shape of a bat. And they had some cool stuff like that. That's like this '80s vibe, probably trying to play off the whole Stranger Things popularity. But, yeah. But uh, I like that. I like that kind of aesthetic and everything. But uh, yeah, overall, like Walmart didn't have Jack. Like I went to Walmart and I was like, this is disappointing. I don't think I bought anything, which was impressive. Uh, and uh, yeah, Home Depot is actually the best so far. Well, here's the thing with the glitter. You know, with the the glitter shit that happens. Okay, um, probably about like seven or eight years ago, Martha Stewart, who always, you know brings the the little chic, you know, Halloween DIY bullshittery. Um, she's put spray glitter on some on some skulls and stuck them under, you know, a bell jar and people went ape shit over that. <laughs> so and so now that's why you have so many spray glitter things because they're like, oh well it's like sparkly and spooky and mystical, but you know, we can't really be too upsetting to the children. It's like the fuck That's interesting so, yeah, because you... that's that's about the time frame that the glitter seems to have dominated. Yeah, you can blame Martha Stewart for that. She's the one that started the whole glitter skull shit. That's totally unsurprising. Yeah. I'm I'm mad. I'm I'm shook. I'm, I'm not knocking. I'm not <laughs> knocking it because you know when she did it, it was under a bell jar, so the glitter was contained. Because if you don't have that shit contained, it spreads to everything else in your house. Well, that's the problem. Is you go and target this time of year, and you try and get a one of the little. Because I don't like pushing a cart if I don't have to. I'd rather carry the little basket deal. But every basket deal you pick up is covered in fucking glitter. So you like <laughs> if you put anything yes. in it, it's immediately like. Let's say I just want a shirt. Well, I don't want a glitter shirt. Oh, you're like getting glitter. a glitter shirt. I know. Well, okay. It'll never you know what? go away, no matter how many times you wash it. Let, let me specify. I don't want that shirt to be a glitter shirt. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rule out glitter shirts entirely, but I want them to be intentional glitter shirts. Herpes is the glitter of the costume world. So sorry. Do you mean glitter is the herpes of the costume world? Yes. That was let's awesome. Throw, let's throw a little herpes on that shirt. <laughs> it is. You put it. You put a costume that's got glitter on it, and you put that in your closet. Everything got fucking glitter now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a problem. It's a problem. But then outside of the regular retail where you do have to deal with like harvest festival and glitter and stuff like that, you have your Halloween specialty stores that start popping up at different times. Uh, Spirit, they didn't all pop up at once, but they seem to get an early start with some locations this year. Uh, well, and actually last year too, because I've, I've bought stuff for Dragon Con at the Spirit store the past couple of years. Uh, which is great. I, I love that there's like a costume emporium uh, right before Dragon Con. It's been very helpful. So, Spirit pops sure. up. Halloween Express pops up. Have you guys had the opportunity to visit either one yet? Uh, I've been to Spirit, like do uh, Spirit Halloween, uh, a ridiculous amount of times. Uh, I, I, I work over near Discover Mills Mall, so I just wind up in there all the time. Because uh, you know, I'm like, oh, it's lunch break. I'll go walk around the mall, and well, then and I'm like, oh, I got It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking massive. And uh, yeah, I've scoped it out several times. I'm really tempted to buy all those alien uh, skeletons. I don't know if you've seen those. I don't like them. Uh, 
Yeah, um, yeah. They're pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> uh, here's no, the, sir, I don't like it. Here's the dumb thing. I, I've I've picked up every time, because we've, we've been to that one, uh, I think, three times now, because it's, it's, it's a solid location. It's really big. But they have a chainsaw sword. Have you seen this thing? It doesn't make any fucking sense at all because it's a sword hilt and handle with a chainsaw blade stuck to it. So like, did it, did it come out of Final Fantasy game? I, well, but there's no way for it. To, there's nowhere for the chain to go. It just ends at the the cross piece over the the handle. It has to be a gun if it was from Final Fantasy. Well, yeah, it's a chainsaw true. gun. But it's it's a sword gun. But it looks awesome. It just doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever. And every time we go in, I pick it up and I'm like, I, I need one of these. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. put that back. I've done that with the giant pair of scissors. I don't know if you've seen those. What? Uh, there's like a giant <laughs> pair of rusty scissors, and I just want them. Ooh, you know what? You could do a clock tower cosplay with those. I know that's pick what I was up. gonna say. I every time I see it, I'm like, I could be Scissor Man. From Clock Tower, but then I'm like, but I'm not like a little kid, so I can't. It, it'll be weird because I'm too big. Now, when you say giant scissors, what are, you, are we talking like four feet or something? You remember the Big Lebowski, like the weird trippy scene where they're like, he <laughs> has giant scissors? Like, it's like those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How have I not seen those? That's crazy. Yeah, it's over by all the weapons and stuff. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll have to look closer. Well, and that's the thing about Spirit, though, is there's so much shit in there. Like, every time you go in, there is going to be some new thing that you maybe didn't notice before. Yeah, and I like all the realistic weapons they're doing that are, like, foam, like the pipes and the hammers and stuff. They actually look real. Yeah, I, I was just getting ready to mention those, actually. I love that uh, because... If I don't know, you know, if you've ever had a costume where you had to have like a machete or a pipe or something like that, one, the there it's heavy, and two, people don't like it when you walk around with real machetes. It, it's it's not <laughs> it, it's frowned upon here in the South. It is frowned upon, yes. So if you get but you're nice... stuck with that big plastic one. <laughs> yeah right the, the with shitty... the fake blood inside of it <laughs> yes yes exactly exactly that's like you had either that or you had the Dollar Tree one that has the silver plastic and the black handle and if you move it too fast at all the, the blade just flies out of the handle me and my brother used to take those and like purposely swing the handle so the blade would fly out and hit each other with them <laughs> It's a projectile weapon now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're, I'm making note of that for the next Jason Olympics. Yes. Do any, you, do any of you actually dress in costume for Halloween? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> where do you go, where do you go to to dress up in a costume? Well, I mean, I've I've got a ten year old son, so I mean, I you know, I, like last year. Okay, I, so you uh, go like trick or treating with, yeah, with your boy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I and and last year uh, he was a Ghostbuster, and I put on all black. Which, by the way, you're not supposed to do when you go walking around streets at night. Uh, <laughs> and I carried around last year at Spirit. They had this really nice like prop Slimer, and I just carried Slimer around behind him, made him like float and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So that and I don't know what we're doing this year, but yeah, there's. Uh, it's it's hard to find 
actual Halloween events to dress up for? I think this year's a little better than on, some past years have been. On actual Halloween, too. Yeah, I don't. It's it's unusual. That's, now I know Ryan, you might have uh, some thoughts on this year. Yeah, um, the twenty seventh of October and the thirty first, we're hosting uh, costume contests and costume parties, and and everybody's going to dress up. and And uh, Dave hosted it. Well, that was last year, right? Yeah, last year at Sweetwater. Yeah, and it was like a lot of fun. Everybody had a great time. Everybody dressed up. So if you can find stuff like that at like local bars or like local shows that are doing like specific costume nights, those end up being a lot of fun. They probably would uh, probably a little more north, you know, like like at the Sweetwater place and stuff like that. Because down here in the south, they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing a Halloween costume contest. And then you go and you're the only stupid motherfuckers there in a costume. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. And you're like, well, I feel like an idiot because nobody here is in a costume and i'm just dressed like a freaking pirate thank you but you win the eight dollar bar tab oh wow because <laughs> you're the only one That's I, think, uh, I think ours is like 75 dollars. so you should just Holy come and clean shit. it up Whoa, oh yeah. dang Big money yeah 75 let's do it I sadly typically don't dress up just because I used to live in a house that had a neighborhood, and now we live in a house that's on a main road, so there's so people don't want to die, so they don't uh, stop and trick or treat here. But uh, uh, I, I just I don't go out anymore on Halloween. I mean, I've reached the uh, the uh, the unfortunate age where I'm like, well, life's over. I'm I'm 40 now. I, I don't know what to do, and. <laughs> And I don't, so I don't go clubbing or anything like that anymore. And so I don't you, really dress up anywhere. You should, you should say you've reached the mental state because there are plenty of people that are forty that still like to dress up and go nuts, sir. Well, 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 no, no, I coll- no. Dave can attest. Like I, I, I'm sitting in my room upstairs. That is the only room in the house that I'm allowed to have, and it is like a 15 year old's room. Like there's there's comic books scattered everywhere. There, I'm, I couldn't be more kid like. Like there's there's toys on the floor, and just none of it makes sense. And uh, but just dressing up and going out, I, I just I haven't done it. I, I need to, and I want to, but it's just hard to find that place. Well, and that's the thing is you've got to find uh, for lack of a better term you got to find a safe place you got to find somewhere where they're going to be people you know where where it's going to be fun like i i'm you know i don't i don't know about the rest of you guys but in general i need to know i'm going to have some folks to hang out with i can't just show up at some yeah. random place and be like Damn. what's up everybody i'm the party master let's get this thing going <laughs> like I- that's I've done what that I've been doing wrong. Yeah. I've, I've done that I've done that multiple times now where I'm like, well that seems like a really cool thing. Um and it seems like a lot of people are going because people on my friends list do this really shitty thing where they say they're going and then they don't and then they don't show up. So oh, yeah. I'm like, Oh well look, like eight people that I know are gonna be there. I'll go. And then so I get ready and I drive the fucking hour up to Atlanta in order to get there. And then there's nobody there that I know. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs for an hour and then go home again. So it's really important to, like, have your what they call the crew, you know, your 
your your core group of people that you that you know they're kind of moving around and doing what they want to do so that way you've always you know kind of got somebody to to fall back on and to to talk with because it is really awkward whenever you don't know anybody there you know how to make that work you start a band Uh, i'm not musically inclined your crew has to show up (laughs) (laughs) because you're paying them so what what i don't I don't pay anybody. <laughs> <laughs> one last, uh, one last uh, sort of retail thing before we move on. Halloween Express, uh, definitely not as nice as Spirit. Like Spirit's presentation with their big giant houses and shit that they put in the stores and like all the yeah, set up. Like their presentation's fantastic, but there's something like that I find very appealing about Halloween Express's scungy off-brand bare bones like just grids metal grids like they don't even have nice merchandising or anything there's something i like about that atmosphere and i don't necessarily want just that but it's refreshing after going into spirits like super fancy we're we're the uh we're the bloomingdales of halloween <laughs> I kind of like going to the Kmart of Halloween too, and we found some the really... Kmart of Halloween. That, no, well, Kmart is the Kmart of Halloween. It's, it's <laughs> not anymore. Not there. anymore. They're not. Uh, but cornucopia is everywhere. <laughs> we went to Halloween Express, and they had all this fucking weird demon clown stuff uh, set up up front, and we get these freak show signs. If if you're uh, following me on Instagram or Facebook, I put up pictures of them. Uh, there, you know, freak show stuff is hard to get right. I but, saw those. Those are cool. Yeah. yeah. Those are awesome, dude. I saw those. That's, that's great. Like, they got the aesthetic right. So if I recommend everyone, listeners, uh, get get in your phones and look for your local Halloween Express. There's there's some weird uh, off-brand stuff in there that I, that I really enjoyed looking at, as opposed to all of Spirit's, like, licensed, fancy, perfect skeletons or whatever. Uh, so let's, you know, you guys... You guys should look at uh, some of the craft stores and stuff. Like, uh, like Michaels has got some really cool um, little like metal tins and stuff that are really nice, and like just little like apothecary bottles and stuff like that. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we haven't made it to we we hit Hobby Lobby, which this year is is kind of lame. But yeah, we haven't made it to Michaels yet. We we usually make a point of going there though because they do get. Uh, they get a very specific kind of quality decoration item like you were saying like the apothecary bottles like they'll have actual glass bottles and like really nice looking stuff there we need to make it out cool labels that you can like just put on your own bottles if you want so yeah 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 i I feel like halloween express used to be like pretty like upscale and badass until spirit really took over like i feel like the early 2000s halloween express was kind of badass yeah i remember well, it was. I worked there for like a week, and it was like I remember it being like pretty cool. Like they had like displays and shit, but they don't really do that anymore. Well, if you remember, Halloween Express was around before Spirit was around because yeah. Spirit is a subsidiary of Spencer Gifts, and Spencer, like if you guys remember back in the day, Spencer was the shit at Halloween. I loved it. In the nineties. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so good. They would do their big reset right at the end of September and take down all of the like weird panties and stuff and put up 
crazy Halloween masks just jammed together because they only had the amount of retail space you had in a mall store. But they would fill it like the front half of the store would be the Freddy Krueger gloves and, and the pinhead masks and the crazy tree wizard mask that was like four feet tall. And like going into Spencer Gifts back then, like that was it. That that was the shit, and then Halloween Express came along with their their idea of doing pop up stores, and Spencer saw that and was like, "Well, shit, we're the Halloween masters." Which, by the way, I think most of it. Well, dude, Ryan, I'm sure when you were a kid, going to Spencer was a huge deal. Like that was, oh yeah, that was it, man. That was the Halloween place. Do you guys remember like anywhere else that was like quite like Spencer back then? Back oh, then, no, it was would. it was also Hot Topic. Hot Topic had some pretty cool oh, no, shit, talking, some really like high quality. I'm talking uh, pre you know, Hot Topic. Yeah, I, I'm talking yeah. like early '90s because uh, Spencer kept the it up. Place mall. What was that? The Gwinnett Place Mall. Uh, I remember the Gwinnett Place Mall Spencer's, and that's where like we go Halloween shopping. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you're right though, Selena. Hot Topic came along and would do, uh, and it wasn't quite the same as Spencer because. Spencer they really... had a very specific aesthetic. Yes, yes. They used to be, because uh, I, I was working there in 97 and 98, which is right when Hot Topic started. And back then, it was much more like the gothy vampire. Uh, you could go in there and buy, like, a poet shirt and some leather pants, and, like, it was a lot different. I re- yeah, I remember the, the really, like, heavy... Uh, velvet high quality robes that yeah. you could get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were really, really nice. The, and the nowadays it's like covered just... with dust because we never. Yeah, moved now them it's around. nothing but. <laughs> exactly. Now it's just nothing but like fucking Rick and Morty and, you know, Disney princess. But <laughs> back in the day, it was cool. <laughs> well, that's what happens, though. Like any, any cool company that's successful eventually is going to get taken over by a board of directors because uh, Hot Topic was started by a guy named Orv Madden who was very, very cool and had a very specific vision. Uh, in his office at the corporate headquarters, there was a glass coffin with an actual human corpse inside. Whoa. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. That's pretty metal. He, he was That's a... pretty metal. <laughs> he was a visionary, uh, very, very cool guy. And he started that company, and he ran it for the first three or four years when it was blowing up everywhere. Like, cause when I started, there were two Hot Topics in Georgia. Uh, and then when I left, they were just starting to really expand more. And then the board of directors literally forced Orv out of the company so that they could do so that they could turn hot topic into what it is now because that wasn't his vision his vision was to keep it uh very much like that industrial gothic punk rock aesthetic that it had back then yeah well uh, you know money makes the world go around yeah it so. does it does uh but i would love to see that guy pop up with with a new store that would be great but i i think he's probably rolling around in his money bin like uncle scrooge so he's he's doing all right i'm sure <laughs> Well, he's gonna start selling those glass, uh, those glass coffins with corpses in them. Cause I'll totally buy one. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal to sell actual corpses or not. Probably it not. not. It is not. There was. It, it could just be quotation corpse. You know? Right. Right. 
with uh, actual so corpse. <laughs> let's move on to one of you guys because we've uh, obviously Halloween retail is a big thing. It's it's a big part of getting in the mood. But uh, Ryan, what what's one of the things that you need to get you into the spooky spirit? Uh, typically, uh, unfortunately, I'm on a diet right now, so I haven't been able to enjoy it. But the, when the monster cereals hit, that really seals the deal for me. Like I usually eat blueberry every single morning throughout the end of September and all of October. And uh, oh, I thought to you, but blueberry is my my favorite. All the all of the candy, all the food. <laughs> and, and there was there was the one year when they like re released Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy and. Like everyone I know just bought like a thousand boxes of all the monster cereals to the point where like like Cliff was making like Rice Krispie treats out of the different ones. And like it was just like we're using for everything. It's probably the most unhealthiest month of my life. Like all I did was eat monster cereal. Uh, I can't do that anymore, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And I still love to see it on the shelf. I get excited. Yeah, it usually gets this year like you i'm trying to be good i'm and i'm sticking to to eating right and everything i i haven't faltered yet but man it's tough seeing you know it's not just like the monster cereals i like them more in concept than i do in execution uh i I, i'm i've never been a big fan of chocolate cereal i think blueberry is probably the one i i would come closest to enjoying yeah, I love blueberry. It's really good, and the blue milk after is incredible. Well, any cereal that changes milk color is is a pure gift it's of science. The shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the shit. Cereal milk is my favorite part of cereal. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I love it. Well, that's my, why my favorite. No, go ahead. Well, that my my favorite of the Halloween cereals is uh, pumpkin spice. Checks, I think it was, or is it, it's either Checks or Life. It's one of the boring cereals, but they add pumpkin spice to it. And I, when that's done, you have a bowl of pumpkin spice milk that is just yeah. the best thing. <laughs> ever. You know, add a little bit of that uh, that Jackie rum in there. Don't think, don't think I didn't try it. <laughs> I, I, matter of fact, I th- I might have put this up on Instagram. I'm not sure. Uh, but last year, I actually put a little bit of uh, Jacko Blast in. I think it was pumpkin spice Cheerios. I don't think it was the checks or whatever. Uh, and it was not good. It was a bad, bad idea. <laughs> Maybe really you could like have. blend it into like a milkshake. It might be a little better that way. Oh yeah, that'd probably be good. Put like some ice cream in with the cereal and the milk and the rum, and yeah. it'll probably probably taste pretty good, like a or, boozy or, shake, like know? a blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic Sonic did a pumpkin spice uh, milkshake. It was the best. I don't know if they still do it, but it was the best milkshake I've ever had in my life. It was like chunks of like crust in there and like pumpkin pie and pumpkin spice. Holy incredible. Oh, yeah. Dairy Queen did a blizzard like that. It was incredible. It was a pumpkin pie blizzard. Oh, wait. Uh, Dairy Queen. Last year, I think it was Dairy Queen where I had, well, if it was a blizzard, it had to be Dairy Queen. It was like a pumpkin spice cheesecake blizzard, I think. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yeah. That was it. Right oh my there. gosh. I wanted to put Jack of Blast in it. <laughs> Holy shit. So all right, so Ryan Monster Cereals. Now you've noticed all the monster cereal like spin-offs, right? Like the monster cereal fruit roll ups and monster cereal like gummy snacks and shit. 
Yeah, I've had the blueberry um, fruit roll-ups and uh, the Chocula Rice Krispie treats. Um, yeah, and and now like Target's actually selling like glasses and like and and actual merch and that kind of stuff. I can still enjoy, so that's pretty awesome. Nice, yeah, the, and you know if you remember years ago, Funko did, and and I'm not a fan of bobbleheads, um, but Funko the did, huh? Uh, yeah, the wacky wobblers. Yeah, yeah, they did those, but I feel like I don't know if they're this year or last year, or whatever. I've seen pops of the monster cereals, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. them. I don't. Um, I think they're one of those things that kind of sold out really quick, and you didn't really see them in stores. Uh, Therefore, I missed. <laughs> like the yeah, gold, a lot of like those the cereal ones. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those uh, pop cereal logo people like they don't make many of them and then they retire them and some of them are like like the tony the tigers like two hundred dollars it's like crazy holy shit oh speaking of funko cereal uh you guys have seen the the funko pop cereal right oh yeah i saw it at fye the uh the i saw the friday 13th one and the pennywise one i think i haven't seen it in person i you know what i i'm not a fan because to me, making it based off the cutesy little pop figures takes away the subversiveness of Freddy Krueger being on a cereal box. Yeah, I agree. If it was like Robert England on the box, it'd be way cooler. Yeah, like that would be awesome if they made like Freddy O's with uh, actually, you know, Robert England or whatever, like put Jason on there and uh, Camp. Uh, what's a good Camp Crystal Lake cereal pun? Camp Crystal, uh, Camp Crystal Flakes. Yes! Yes! That's oh, Crystal Flakes. Oh, you got a winner. That would be fantastic. Crystal Flakes. <laughs> Holy shit. Funko, get on that, but use the actual people and don't use your cutesy little pop deals. It, it, it Co- just doesn't do anything. Copyright. Copyright. We've already copyrighted it. Pay us a million dollars and you can have it. It's done. Somebody call Sean and tell him to buy the domain for that. (laughs) I'm sure he has. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Monster Cereals, uh, they're they're a constant now. They seem to bring them back every year. Um, I I just, like I said, I love the idea, but I guess my palate is just too old and sad for fruit cereals anymore you know i'll I'll say this if if blueberry uh was not called blueberry and it was called like blueberry surprise like it would probably be like man that sucks but (laughs) (laughs) marketing marketing got you by the ball the fact that it's a cool little ghost with a sweet hat like makes me want to eat it i do love his hat his hat's nice it's the only reason i used to eat cookie crisp because of the burglar and the dog, and they don't have that anymore. It makes me mad. I know it's not how cool. it oh. oh, dude, we could do a whole episode about... Oh, cereal. Uh, no, about the yeah. mascots that we've oh, lost God. through the years. Oh. Like, it used to drive me crazy when a product would change mascots or, like, the, yep. they'd stop using it. Oh, I hated that. Because now it's a wolf or whatever. It's like, no, it's a burglar and a dog. Which I gotta say though, if if I was presented with like a cookie crisp werewolf or a cookie crisp burglar and dog from the start, you're gonna go with the werewolf. The werewolf from that the goes cow, 
and crisp. Like, that's much cooler. But I grew up with the burglar and the dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same. Um, by the way, the Tony the Tiger is averaging $400. Holy uh, shit. For, the, for pops. I, I mean, my gosh. What is happening with Funko Pops? Oh, good, you know what? Good for them. Good for yeah, them. They're, right? they're about I mean, to I pop like Beanie Babies, so unload I, those things quick. It's got to happen at some point. I like, no, It would have happened already. I mean, I own probably 30 of them just because I like them. Oh, we've got, everybody has not, them. At, but at, none of mine are worth $400. <laughs> I, no, here is... Here, to me, and, and I, I guess I'm going to give this away on the podcast, so somebody's going to fucking make this movie, and I'm not going to see a dime of it. But to me, that's the new—that's the remake of Halloween 3, is instead of masks, it's fucking Funko Pops. Everybody has them in their house, and these Pops turn into voids to the, the world of evil and fucking eat us all. I'm glad I've only got one. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a Grover one that, and a Super Grover. That'd be creepy. Well, they're going to turn into voids to horrible centipede insect worlds, and, and we're all going to die. Uh, so, Selena, what is something that you find absolutely necessary to getting into the Halloween mood? Uh, well, when we're since we're still talking about food, just a little bit, um, my particular favorite thing is the little debbie pumpkin faces that they come out with yeah yeah i always regardless i i'm a i'm a woman so obviously i'm always off and on on a diet but i always make the exception for a box of little debbie's pumpkin faces and i'll tell you why not only do they taste good but what you have to understand about me is that i grew up jehovah's witness so we didn't have halloween oh wow I was I did not go trick or treating until I was 21 years old. Wow. Um, so I was not allowed uh, scary movies. I was not allowed to dress in a costume. I was not allowed to attend Halloween parties. Nothing like that. So um, the one thing that I was that was allowed in the house was you know, the little Debbie pumpkin faces because my mom knew that I loved them so much. And so that was really the only kind of like Halloween uh, or even seasonal thing that we were allowed to have. So so every year I still have to get myself some pumpkin faces. <laughs> oh my gosh, this just, just turned into like the saddest episode of Needless Things ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is, is like, you know, whenever I, I got to be an adult and I, you know, and I separated from that, you know, entire... Uh, experience and you know uh, family dynamic Um, everything about Halloween was so new to me and so it's still very vibrant and exciting every single year that it comes around same thing with Christmas Um, we didn't celebrate Christmas did not have gifts or you know anything like that so for me it's still so you know so very like bright and happy and I'm very excited about it because it's still kind of new for me well, that's awesome. That's good. I feel I'm glad we turned that around because I was really uh, your your. <laughs> I, I was Debbie down in you for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I? yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. No Halloween yeah, as a kid, but yeah, you... I, have, I have a very different childhood from a lot of people because uh, you don't really realize how much um, seasonal holidays like that are so ingrained in a part of our culture, and whenever you are not a part of that it kind of has this weird separate 
feeling as though you just didn't really experience the same things that other people did when they were kids. So um, it's very different. But at least now, the wonderful thing of being an adult, you get to make your own choices. And uh, and I'm always very, very happy and excited to do all the holidays. <laughs> now, do you still, from time to time, come across stuff that maybe you didn't get to experience that's a big deal for other people that you're like, oh, shit, that's a thing? Or is that kind of, have you kind of gotten all that out of the way? Uh, you know, I really don't know. Um, I do know that the first time I was ever went through a haunted house was whenever I was working makeup for one, uh, which was about six or seven years ago. Um, and so that was the first time that I'd ever even been through one or even been through a haunted attraction at all. Uh, and so now that's that's one of my favorite parts of, of the entire holiday season is the attractions and getting to do the whole the haunted houses. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely talk about haunts uh, in a little bit here. But first, I want to talk to Rich. Rich, what is one of your Halloween rituals? Rich rituals. 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 Oh, I like this. He should have his own own private corner. Rich's rituals. (laughs) It's my new podcast coming next week. The first episode (laughs) is going to be about Camp Crystal Flakes. Sean, I'm not going to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can't wait to not get invited to that. (laughs) Oh. Um. Well, so before I, I want to talk about sweets for a second because everybody else did. So I need to. Uh, it, it, it happens at Christmas, Easter, and Halloween, and I love going to Walgreens and in like the kind of the seasonal candy section. Russell Stover's like does like chocolate pumpkins with marshmallow in it or caramel or and they're like flat and they're like two for a dollar i love those things and at christmas they're different shapes it's like santa claus with marshmallow in it kind of like a chocolate covered peep in a way yeah yeah but uh uh, it's so good i love it (laughs) man i'll tell you my when i go into wall and now I, I never used to go into walgreens but now they get oh it's awesome well, and now they get, like, a really good, and I'm glad you brought that up because their Halloween stuff is strong. Uh, I know Ryan and I have both purchased some of their insane little animatronics, right? Oh, my God. It's so awesome. It just chases you around. It's a little, <laughs> little Jason with a machete, and they have a Pennywise. And do oh, you is that Freddy? where they're at? That they're at Walgreens? Yeah, they're at Walgreens. Oh, nice. And they're, like, 20 bucks. Like but nice. they... They're great, and I I realized that because I saw him the other day, and I grabbed the Freddy because Freddy's my guy. Um, but Ryan, you got Jason. Oh yeah, and they, and uh, they're awesome. They fucking chase you like they they walk on their little legs and swing <laughs> their weapons or whatever. But they have sound bites that I, I'm sure are just impersonators. I don't think they're actual samples from the movie, but they sound really good. Uh, you know, Jason plays, uh, he does the, uh, the Jason sound. I don't know. How do you, how do you define the Jason sound, Ryan? The Jason sound. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, Freddie like says like three or four different things. I, I was really impressed with, with how nice these are. But, you know, I'm in Walgreens now because they have exclusive stuff from Hasbro all the time. 
so it's yep. like a regular stop. But the candy that I have a problem with when I go in there, and I'm like, oh, I need to, I, I want that, and I can't buy it, but I want it, are the fucking Reese's Jack-O-Lanterns. Oh, man, the oh. peanut butter pumpkin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love man. me the peanut butter pumpkins. You know it's Halloween when peanut butter pumpkins hit the stores. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right, and it sucks because I walk in and I want them. So I could sit down and eat an entire case of those things. Well, reasons. you know, they sell them individually, so just get one. No, I want 40. <laughs> no. I mean, they're two for a dollar. You can't buy one. <laughs> right, right, exactly. They don't, even, they don't even let you buy one. Like, if you take one up to the register, they're like, sir, I'm sorry, but these are two for a dollar. They're like, this is a dollar <laughs> but you could get another one for 70 cents cheaper. They're like, and you're what? like well, they're like, well, do you know how Reese's products work? You get two. That's how these things are sold. We've established <laughs> I, this. I hate that at the gas station when it's like two for two dollars and you only want one because, you know, you don't need two. So you go buy some, you go up there and they're like, sir, you can get another one for, I know I can. I know, but I only need one. Yeah. I can read. I know that I can have yes. two. Yeah. Don't I can technically the- buy 70 <laughs> because I'm an adult, yeah. but I don't need a 70. What Especially is- like during uh, during Christmas time whenever you get the trees, but they don't ever look like a tree. They just look like a poo. Oh, oh, they, oh yeah, they, yeah. They got hammered, I think, last year or the year before where their tree looked nothing like a tree. And uh, <laughs> they're, they had some, they're- their Twitter account, though, was great about it. Like, they were... They, you know how these uh, companies hire people, which I would love to be, where they just sit and do social media yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, they're social and, media uh, team. Oh gosh, like Wendy's. Like if you don't ever eat at Wendy's, just follow their Twitter account. It's oh, hilarious. Dude, do you know this is how big fast food social media is? At Momocon, Arby's social media team had a panel. Oh, I sat in on gosh. that. They are so cool. Were you there? I, didn't even, I was in there too. Yeah, I was up in the front. That was great. It was great. All right, we we got to move on. We got to stick to Halloween. I, I've got to ask Ryan. I know the cereals are a weakness for you, but is there like a Halloween candy that makes you want to break your resolve? Man, I know that this is very controversial. Oh, shit. I lo- I love candy corn. I, I knew your bitch corn. ass was gonna say candy corn. <laughs> I love it. I like it's candy good. corn. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's great. If you get like the bro, uh, I don't know how you say it, Brad Brox. It's either uh, Brox, Bratches, or Brox. <laughs> Some German nonsense. I don't know. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just want everybody to know that this year, um, for or next year for WrestleMania, they WWE will be marketing Brox Lesnar. Which is going to be, <laughs> which is going to be Brock Lesnar shaped candy corn. Oh wow. <laughs> You know what? Except I really don't. I really show don't up for a limited candy. Candy. Yeah, I was going yeah. <laughs> to say there's only like three or four in a bag. It's but. only going to be available for one day. <laughs> you're not going to tell you when it is. No, right, right. You you won't know. And then when you're glad it's gone, it'll just come back. Rich, what is your uh, <laughs> what is your favorite Halloween candy? Well, the fir- the the first time I ever had a Cadbury cream egg was at Halloween. So I have, I, I, and that what? was that, yes, and that was wow. Only, wait, so that was only about ten years ago, and that was only I, six months out of date. 
How old was that Cadbury egg? No, no, they they make Halloween Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, they do. What? They yes. know that. They're green. they're green inside. What? Oh, they're they're, they're Cadbury okay, yeah. cream eggs. Yeah, they're like slimy, like like green slime inside. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember what you're talking about now. I mean, it's probably just the ones from Easter, and it's gone bad, and they just <laughs> It's still great. Cadbury, you geniuses. And the only way to eat Cadbury cream eggs, I have discovered, because I don't really, I mean, like, because they're messy and, and all that, you freeze them. Trust me, everybody rolling their eyes, freeze your Cadbury cream eggs. It's amazing. Oh, see, to me, oh, part of the experience. Wouldn't it be really hard to eat it? Well, you, you let it thaw for like three or four minutes, but it's it, it makes the inside like a fluff almost, so it's not cream anymore. And uh, I just love it. I, I love it. Uh, to me, part of the experience is is trying not to get it all over my face. I just worked. lick. I just lick out the insides like a Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried one. I just realized that. Oh, see? It's, I mean, it, it had only been about 10 years ago that yeah. I did. Because they, they were always like Slim Jims to me. They they seemed like a good idea, but they look gross. They look revolting. You're going to yeah. get diabetes by the end of one, so they're definitely a one candy. <laughs> they're not like Reese's where you can get like four and five. No, no, just yeah. get a Don't single candy. one at one time. Yeah, they're on 59 cents. Just buy one. Yeah, you <laughs> You will, like, the first bite of a Cadbury egg, you immediately Diabetes. think to yourself, like, I, I should not be eating this. This is not for humans. <laughs> I'll stick with my candy corn and my Mary Janes. There you go. Mary Janes? What are those even? Picking it old school, man. You know, like, the, uh, the little black and uh, orange candies that everyone throws away except for me? <laughs> oh, the ones you that are in, what? like, they're, like, twisted up in a wrapper? Yeah, like the two and everyone's like twisted. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, those are I, terrible. No, they're great. I love them. Uh, wow. Like you know what? Week. I I will let Ryan have his nasty candy. The I think the only candy that is completely you? disgusting is circus peanuts. Oh, I'm yeah, with you're you. wrong. Oh, I, I love what? circus peanuts. I get love the hell circus. out of here. No, get the I hell love, out of here. I love. You can't, you can't make me. I love them. <laughs> It, it Ritual, is Rituals podcast is canceled. So wait, you we've, got, we've got Ryan and Rich are for Circus Peanuts. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? No. I, I can't go you down that road. You are straight up, straight up demons. Straight yeah, up so demons good. and human skins. That's and they're terrible. the same ones that they made 40 years ago. I mean, they haven't made any new ones. They just they are, They're almost them. as disgusting as Peeps, except they don't even have a sugar coating. They're just yeah, bitter yeah, I, orange I ass. I, think, I love peeps. I think circus peanuts are worse than Peeps. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. Yeah. They are I absolutely like, disgusting. I straight up like I like black licorice. You can take your old people see, I candy. Like, I and don't go. like black licorice. I can't go I down will. that aisle. All right, let's let's <laughs> real real quick, real quick before we get too far off the rails. Halloween candy podcast. We're, yeah, right. <laughs> well, we could have done that. That would have totally my worked. For it. <laughs> All right, for, we're we're gonna go around to each of us. Uh, just speed speed round real quick. Not not a ton of commentary. Just what's your least favorite? What is the worst candy? Uh, I will start. And say that to me, Tootsie Rolls are the absolute bottom of the candy barrel. There's what? no, there's no worse candy on the planet. Wow. 
I will throw Tootsie Rolls in the trash. Oh. All right, Selena, clearly you do not agree with me. What is your what is the worst candy to you? The circus peanuts. We just So we that just... is the worst. That's it. That's <laughs> yes, the worst. It is okay. The worst that's thing my Halloween. Put in my mouth. And you know what? A lot of things A lot of things have been in my mouth and circus peanuts are definitely the worst. <laughs> Rich, what about you? <laughs> um I can't I'm trying to think of like a Halloween candy. Um it's the I like peanut butter, but I don't love peanut butter like most people. So those big cups, they 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 disgust me. You are fired. Get out. <laughs> eject. Eject. I, I can't. I can't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Worst candy uh, at Halloween to I, get. I don't really like any of the real powdery shit, like sweet tarts and stuff like that. Ah. I'm just not big on. I think I think this is ruining friendships right I, now. This, <laughs> this was a terrible idea. <laughs> you know what? Here's here's the thing, though. Okay, I think I can kind of smooth this over. All right? It's important to have friends that don't like the same candy that you do. That's right. Because they'll eat the ones that you hate, and yeah. they will leave all the good stuff alone that you like. And so peace can be heard throughout the universe when you hang out with people that don't eat the same things that you do. That's a very good point. As a matter of fact, the four of us should really go trick-or-treating together because I think we could really work that out. Because, Ryan, you can give me all the nerds, sweet tarts, um, Smarties. Smarties. No, I want Smarties. Love Smarties. (laughs) I love them. That stuff. Uh, oh, I, I love have them in my desk at work right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only I bought a bag of them at the dollar store for a dollar. It's like an, anti Ryan powder in his desk, like like Batman and Kryptonite. Okay, so everybody has expressed certain things that we have to have to enjoy Halloween to its fullest. Uh, Real quick, I just want to say music, I think, is very important. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I have a flash drive, which modern technology is fantastic. Uh, I have a flash drive that is just my Halloween music that goes in the car day after Dragon Con. It's all I listen to. Uh Calibri's Casket Creatures, Misfits, lots of Rob Zombie, lots of old weird shit, um, Vincent Price reading magic spells, uh, just all anything that's at all spooky. Uh, the, there's a song about the blob uh, that's from like the 50s that's incredible. Just any weird spooky stuff, uh, that's all it is and that's all I'll listen to. And that plays a big part in keeping me feeling like spooky and creepy throughout the season because uh, music is a, a huge part of my life anyway. But to have that in the car at all times, like if I'm driving, I'm listening to music. And if it's the Halloween season and I'm driving, I'm listening to spooky shit. Uh, how, how do you guys handle your playlist and your rotation this time of year? Mine is definitely uh, a lot of a lot of Rob Zombie, like yours is. Um, I also have a lot of uh, Ghost BC in there, and uh, and I do have uh, I have a couple of casket creatures in there, maybe a little down low, but I'm like a super fan, you know. Wait, why why is it down low? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not in girl or anything. It's not shameful. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I I think because it's not re- like I really like that song that you did, the "Get Killed, Motherfucker." That's like my favorite one. But you can't blast that at the intersection. Not, I mean, I can. Yes, you know, can. you you can, but people can. People are sensitive now. <laughs> right. I mean, it is Peachtree City. Maybe they're a little sensitive oh to my stuff gosh. that so isn't like. So you're in your Christian golf cart rock. listening to the Casket Creatures. <laughs> I wish I had a golf cart. That'd be great. I would like don that whole thing in black and streamers, and yeah, be the be the weird chick. It'd be awesome. I I so wish uh, Days of the Dead would go back to Peachtree City, but that's a that's a whole other conversation. That was my favorite location. I had the most was, fun there. It was the best year. It was the best year. <laughs> that Wyndham. Oh God. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, Rich, what about that, you? What is what think- part does music play in your season? Well, I mean, I like a lot of them. Have you ever heard the Nightmare uh, Before Christmas? I think it, I don't know what it's called. Revisited or oh, the, it's like where like corn and, and yeah, yes. yeah, that's great. I like it. I like it. And um, I think it was the first Dragon Con I ever went to. Midnight Syndicate was set up there, and they were playing their, you know, the music. It's like I, I'm a sucker for like instrumental music, and yeah. like creepy instrumental music is great. So, like the Dead Matter Cemetery Gates album, I like always listen to um, around this time of year. And when I had Trick or Treaters, I used to play it. Uh, I used to set up a radio stereo speaker thing outside and uh play it as they came up (laughs) nice yeah yeah that's i i love good like scores and instrumentals and stuff uh since since i've started listening to records at home like i I go out of my way to get movie scores and stuff because when you're working or you know doing whatever it's great just to have that as sort of background stuff going on absolutely as opposed to something like the casket creatures that you crank up in the car and sing along with the whole time. So you can't really focus on other things while you're listening to that. Hey, I have those too. <laughs> Speaking of the casket creatures, uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, uh, I'm actually going to sing something for you if you don't mind and, and see what you think about it. Holy Dave. shit. Do it. Oh man. Is this going to be the half first thing? Man, half first bug. look. Not the kind of guy you want to hug. Yes. Ah, Dr. Elmo. That's my jam. The fly. Yes. Dr. Elmo <laughs> sings the booze. Okay, so last year, we're going to bring this back. Last year, uh, I introduced, uh, on our needless investigation of Corpsewood Manor, I introduced Ryan and Sean to the album Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze. And... <laughs> It is the same guy that did Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, except it's a Halloween album, and oh. it's it's incredible. Oh, I've never heard this. Oh, you got it. You yeah, got, got it. it. I got to look it up. Uh, Ryan, what was... <laughs> I, I wish this wasn't just audio so that you could replicate the look on your face as we were playing these songs in the car. <laughs> It blew my mind, and it just like took a while to just comprehend like what was happening. But then the minute you said Grandma got ran over by a reindeer, I was like, "Oh, okay." So he's just trying to do the holiday thing again, but with Halloween. Well, of, Sean uh, figured it out, right? No, I don't think either one of us. No, did. I, I think you finally. I want to say Sean called it. Oh, really? All I th- right. I think he did. I think he was like, is this the grandma got run over by a reindeer guy? And we were like, Sean, you know a thing? <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, everybody, all listeners, everyone, I highly recommend you track that down. And look, it's not going to be like the rockingest, greatest album of all time, but it is a damn charming little it's, album. It's all it's all really good except for the song about global warming. That, no, that one terrible. you can skip. Yeah, you can but throw the that rest song of in the trash. Really, yeah, but the Haunted Hoedown is, is really good. That one we've actually come out to at a few of our shows. Like, we've had that be our walk-on music because it gets us hyped. I have I have one song that is a guilty pleasure of mine. There are no and guilty I love to listen to it. It's true. I'm because I'm not guilty about it. Um, it is the Terror Time from the Scooby Doo soundtrack. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's Terror Time again. Yeah, I love that song so much. Oh look, you wanna, I wish there was an entire album of that. You want to hear about a song, a Halloween song? that is I, I, like I said there are no guilty pleasures here but if there's anything that is like I kind of think maybe I don't want to tell people I love this as much as I do it is Dracula's Tango by Toto Colo <laughs> do I don't you, know what you're talking do about right any now. of you know this song we're yeah, gonna have to do some uh, some YouTube swaps. Oh, geez. YouTube link swaps. Oh, you guys. I, I, is it from the guy who did Mambo Number Five? No, no, no. <laughs> this is like an '80s song, and it's it's from 1982. It's uh, Toto Coelho, I think is how you pronounce it, and it is fucking wacky, you guys. But I, you, if you are at a point where you can dance when you hear this song you will get up and dance but it's just it's so silly and like 80s it's it's something but i recommend it to everyone all right we got to move on we got to wrap this thing up before we go i want to know what movie or or series of movies are your essentials what's like one of the first things you watch when it gets to be this season and obviously we all watch horror movies all year round but there's certain things that once it's this time of year you're like i gotta put it in i gotta watch it uh let's start with ryan what 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 is the franchise or the movie that gets you in the spooky mood um Halloween 3, honestly, that movie just really, like, the feel and the look of it. And I'm excited about the new Halloween 2 because it looks like it kind of has that feel. Just it feels like a a festive Halloween-time movie. And I just love the movie. It's wacky as shit. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's just like the ideal Halloween kind of movie for me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And after doing the commentary for it last year, like, I've got an, an even bigger appreciation, and I'm not one of the people that's going to say, oh, I always liked it, because I didn't. And when I first saw it, uh, and it had nothing to do with Michael Myers not being in it, because I don't think I was even really aware of that when I first saw the movie. Uh, it just didn't click for me. But yeah, maybe like 10 years ago or so, uh, I, I, I caught it again, and it, and it was it's it's awesome. It's a badass movie. It's a badass Halloween movie, and it's a great way. It's essential. It's essential for the season, absolutely. Yeah, I agree too. The commentary made me love it even more. Um, I liked it a lot before, but now it's like one that I just have to watch frequently. Selena, what about you? Have you got a have you got a flick you got to put in this time of year? Um, you know, it, it's a real toss up. Uh, I I have to watch Hocus Pocus. I, it's it's almost like 
you know, it, it's a requirement. Yeah. Um, but probably a little bit more um, for my personal enjoyment. I love to watch Sleepy Hollow. Oh, nice. That's it's just a movie that I really, really enjoy. I love the aesthetic. I love the atmosphere of it. I really enjoy the comedy that's associated with it. And it definitely does just put me in the Halloween mood is definitely Sleepy Hollow. You know, and it's funny because somehow for for me, somehow for me that was it's never been a natural fit into my Halloween viewing, but it absolutely should be because the, you know, the original, the Disney, well, I don't know that it's the original, but the Disney version that I grew up with is absolutely, you know, part of Disney's Halloween treat. Like back in the day, Disney used to do Halloween specials uh, on ABC and that they always played uh, the Ichabod, or well, the Ichabod portion of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. And the whole Sleepy Hollow deal is is such a big Halloween thing, but for some reason Burton's movie I've never I've never added in, but I'm for sure going to do it this year. That's perfect. That's awesome. Tim Burton's got a lot of a lot of good Halloween stuff. You yeah. could probably do a whole marathon just on you know his <laughs> IMDb. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Rich? Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit, if that's okay, that's and uh, say a. Uh, a Halloween special that is my favorite holiday special of the animated sort. Uh, Garfield's Halloween Adventure is yes. one of those that <laughs> I love. I watched it today. It's on YouTube, so you can watch it. And it is the best. Like, the music, the comedy in it, it's just really good. And it's creepy, too. It's a good Halloween. Like, I mean, for, I mean, I showed, it's so funny because last year I showed my uh, four year old niece it and she loves it. We watch it probably once a month. Like, she loves it. It's her favorite special. Like, um, and uh, it's just, uh, it's just great. If you have never seen it, I, I rec- highly recommend people putting it in. Uh, it will definitely get you in the spirit. I agree 100%. Nice. I I love those all of those Halloween specials that that came the Peanuts Hall or uh, Charlie Brown Halloween, like all that stuff that came out when I was a kid. I, I just adore all of that stuff, and I, I hate it that we don't. You know, we, they did the two different Toy Story uh, yeah, Halloween specials. And they're, good. they're very very good. If you guys haven't seen those, you really should. Uh, but we don't get them like they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> no. Uh, for me, I kind of do a rotation of the classic slasher flicks. Like that's one of the first things I'll do. Is and, and a lot of years I end up watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and Halloween because uh, to me those are the big three. And and I'll just watch the whole franchise over the course of the season. But this year I started with Halloween mainly because we had a panel on it at Dragon Con. So I watched the first Halloween, and now I'm up to the fifth one. And, you know, obviously big franchise horror movies, the quality varies greatly from installment to installment, but all of them I can find something to like about each movie. And, you know, when I, when, when I was getting a little older, like 10, 11, 12 years old, and really getting into horror and stuff those were like that's what i wanted halloween to be like i wanted people walking around dressed up as freddy krueger and jason and and like i just wanted to see 
that. So putting those movies in, sitting down, enjoying them, just seeing the horror that I grew up with. And there are lots of different kinds of horror, and there's lots of stuff that I actually like maybe a little more than slasher movies. But that's my Halloween comfort food is that stuff that that takes me back to when I was first discovering horror in the 80s and, and like, what my Halloween was back then. That's just the stuff I love. Do you guys do you guys revisit the slashers this time of year too? You oh, kind of can't avoid them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, I and it seems like there's more and more like slasher, slasher like merchandise uh, showing up, which I just think is awesome. Like I'm, I'm like you know, I was like walking up Stone Mountain the other day, and I saw like a group of guys, and like one guy's wearing like a Chucky shirt, and the other one's wearing like a Freddy shirt, and I'm like, and they're shirts I've never even seen before. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I feel like the slashers are making a comeback, which is amazing because that was Halloween to me when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I I remember the first horror shirt I ever had because they just, like, you could order them from the back of Fangoria, but, I you know, I couldn't mail order stuff when I was a kid. But at Spencer, going back to Spencer Gifts, they had a Fangoria shirt with Penhead on the front from Hellraiser 2. Nice. And I've still got that shirt. And it is the first horror shirt I ever owned. I had to buy it with my own money because my mom's not having that shit. Uh, <laughs> and now we can go online, we can do whatever we want and get anything we want. And it's fantastic. It's a great time to be a horror fan. Always. Always yeah. good time. Yeah, and Child's Play, you mentioned it. It's really good now. If you all haven't caught the last two movies, so good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm actually really happy with how that series is going. I'm glad there's going to be a television series to follow it up. Uh, and, and actually, this is a good place to stop. Let's chime in. How do you guys feel about a new Child's Play movie without the involvement of the creator? I don't like it. Um, I am I I don't like instantly hate it from the image of of Chucky. The uh, thing that I am concerned about is uh, I heard some rumors that he's going to be like a robot that has gotten like loose from like the it's, toy factory. It's going to be from from what I've read. It's going to be an AI that develops like, a no. murderous sentience. And look, here's here's how I feel about this. Uh, Don Mancini has been he created the child's play concept he has been involved with every movie up to this point and i would go so far as to say that franchise has more strong installments than most horror franchises agreed and don mancini is going on and creating the television show that's going to be a follow-up to cult of chucky Meanwhile, uh, was it Universal? Whoever it is, is doing this reboot. I don't have a problem with reboots. You guys know. Like, I'm always interested to see different takes on things. I don't have a problem with that first picture they showed of the new Chucky. I don't, have, I don't even have a problem with the idea that this new Chucky is an AI that goes crazy. My problem is that they're leaving the creator out when he still very much wants to be involved with the franchise. 
because of a legal loophole, they can make this movie without him. That's where my problem is, and I think that's horseshit. Well, and there's still, like, Cult of Chucky was last year, right, I think? Yeah. Like, it's not like it's been ten years. If if the remake had happened before Curse of Chucky had come out, fine. It had been, you know, Ch- Child Chucky hadn't been around. And so if you want to remake it, but now you have two movies, a TV show, and now you're going to introduce something else. It's just it's just not fair. It's not fair to the creator, and I agree. Um, I think it's a shame that he's... Because I've heard I heard mixed things when this all went on that he was and wasn't, and then now I know it's not. Um, oh yeah, he uh, he went on he went on uh, Twitter with a very very <laughs> very yeah. uh, specific reaction to the whole thing. <laughs> um, is Brad Dorf going to be the voice, or no. are they changing everything? No, Brad Dorf is not involved. Wow. No, nobody Man. is involved. Uh, from, I don't like from it. the original movies. So this is one of the rare instances where I think I'm going to have to say no. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. Oh, like, my they're gosh. Just not gonna, they're not going to put enough love into it. They're going to want to change it so much that it doesn't even resemble what it's supposed to be. Well, it is It is literally not going to have the soul of the original series. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very torn. I'm very torn because I love robotic AI, you know, murderous yeah. robots like I freaking eat that shit up that is like one of my favorite genres ever and so hearing the plot line it sounds so freaking cool but whenever you tell me that it's a Chucky movie it's like why it would it would be so much cooler if you just made this a completely yeah. standalone film by itself yeah just make it a different I, thing I would absolutely love it, and I think a lot of other people would too, but it, because you're trying to shove this into the Chucky universe, and but at the same time you're also shoving out all of the best parts of Chucky, you're kind of alienating everybody that likes it. So it's like, why? It, it would be so cool on its own. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. They should have just done it as its own thing. They, they didn't need to shoehorn it into the Child's Play franchise. Well, because they think it's going to make money because if they put the name on it, right, you know, right, it's going to work. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to do that. We like new things. <laughs> Sometimes. We Sometimes. do. We do. But the, the viewing public at large maybe sometimes doesn't. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap this thing up. We have gone on about Halloween plenty, and there's so much more to come on the Needless Things podcast. But before we go, I want to know where can we find you online? What are you up to? Let's start with Selena. Uh, you can always find me and my artwork on Instagram. That's the Briar Crow. Uh, give me a like. You can tell me some cool stuff that you would like. I'll be starting up uh, Inktober, which is a very fun uh, thing that a lot of artists do around this time of year where every single day you do a hand-drawn ink drawing based upon a list of just simple words. Uh, and it's absolutely really, really fun. So the hashtag Inktober is probably my favorite thing to do. Um, so I'll be participating in that this year. It'll be really fun. Awesome. Rich, we don't have an hour, Rich. So <laughs> okay. streamline it down as to what you're up to. 
All right. Well, uh, the ProWrestlingRoundtable.com, you can find the wrestling talk. Uh, on SoundCloud, you can find uh, the Assignment Horror Podcast. That's uh, It's a great podcast where three of my much older friends torment me and make me watch horror movies I've never seen, and then we talk <laughs> about it. And Halloween 3 is on a poll right now that you can vote for to make me watch because I've never seen it. Oh, my gosh. And, is it a Halloween 3 on a poll th- match? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's there's like five there's five different uh, movies I think, uh, but uh, I think Chopping Mall is winning right now. So if you nice. don't want me to watch Chopping Mall and you want me to watch Hellraiser three or not Hellraiser three, um, yeah, the other one, go go there. Uh, we're on Facebook, so you can find us there. But the Nerdy Laser Podcast, I've had Dave on, and we've had great talks. And Halloween is going to be celebrated all October. I've got four episodes in the in the can, pretty much, recording one later this week. And then uh, it's going to be every, every week. Normally it's a two-week um, podcast. And Christy Petrillo, who is a guest on Needless Things yes. uh, podcast, he, he is pretty much my unofficial co-host. We are always talking Save by the Bell or something. I, I was going to um, ask, are nine, you guys going to talk about the Save by the Bell Halloween special? Well, they don't have one. What? So, 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 same, so we've talk, we talked about this, actually. That is outrageous. So, yeah, it is, because we're going to be doing a commentary on the Christmas special they did, because they did a two-part Christmas special. But they don't really have a Halloween. They have, like, a costume thing, or but they don't have Halloween episodes. That is so ridiculous. Rich, you're done. Yeah. Ryan, what are you up to this season? Uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, just look at the cast creatures on Facebook. That's the best way. Uh, right, right away we got uh, kicking off uh, early October. We got the slaughter queue, and we got a sold out show in Savannah that you can't go to. But I'm bragging, ha! And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break in like last time. Okay. I, I, me, me, and the missus will be there celebrating our 13th wedding anniversary. Nice. The nice. Vampire's Ball. Neither of us are actually vampires, so I don't know if we'll be able to get in or not. But that's okay. We, 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 were, talk, we, were, we were talking hey, about... Somebody's got to be the main course. You <laughs> are talking about confusing everybody and dressing like werewolves. <laughs> Planet like Werewolf is coming back. Is this not Savannah Wolfest? I thought it was. <laughs> Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show, talking about spooky Halloween stuff. Uh, and everybody, please get out, do something. Uh, and those of you, uh, Selena, Ryan, Rich, here, here's what I ask of you. As soon as we're done, I want you to go listen to Dracula's Tango. <laughs> you got it. Shoot me a message right. and let me know okay. how much I've ruined your that. life. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. It was fun. Because I know you you couldn't wait for an answer. Everybody did go and watch Dracula's Tango, and everybody thought it was pretty amazing. So hopefully you guys, the listeners, will also go check out Dracula's Tango by... I can't remember the name of the band now because we recorded this like two weeks ago. But, uh, I mean, trust me, if you Google Dracula's Tango, you're going to find one of the greatest Halloween music videos of all time. And and probably, I'm sure I'll end up posting it at some point. So if you're part of the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group, uh, or if you follow me on Instagram as Phantom Turbomicker, or on Facebook as Dave West, uh, you will 
be exposed to that incredible music video. Uh, Thank you for listening. I hope your Halloween season is going well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Come back next week for the live recording of the Halloween 40th anniversary at DragonCon. I don't know yet what we're going to do about the new Halloween movie. I would love to do a review of it, but I don't have enough slots in October to get that review in. So I'm not exactly sure what the rest of the month holds aside from that and the commentary. We'll see. Maybe there'll be an extra episode. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, a lot of times it's funny because I like, there'll be one week where I don't have an episode and then there'll be another week where I'm like, man, I'd really like to do an episode on this, but I already have an episode for this week. But I'm determined that we're weekly. So I don't know. Extra episodes could happen. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what goes down. Uh, what did you guys think? Let me know uh, in the comments, because now on NeedlessThingsPodcast.com, it's much easier to comment than it ever was before. Uh, let me know what you thought of me and Ryan just doing a spur-of-the-moment Predator review. There might be more of that kind of thing. We'll see. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh. <laughs>